Welcome to What's Happening in 40K. Your daily dose of all things Warhammer 40,000. Each day, Monday through Friday, we explore the Warhammer 40,000 tournament scene. And bring you the latest news, updates, and opinions. So, whether you're a seasoned veteran or a newcomer to the hobby, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us as we delve into the world of 40K. Here's your host, Mufasa. Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode and today we are continuing our road to the LGT coverage and still focusing on that Pro-Am Invitational that we announced a couple of weeks ago and have been doing some content on previously this week. Yesterday you will have noticed we announced the full lineup of pros, those magical people who make a living, subsidy income or just a bit of content for fun from the 40k world and we had eight fierce competitors ranging from the Archon himself, Paulie Wallace, all the way through to Statchex in as Wilson. Today we will be continuing that coverage with the announcement of the AMs. These are the amateurs who are doing battle against one another before they take on the pros in the finale. But before we get onto that, just a couple of bits of admin. For those of you that have been following Warcom content through the beginning of 10th, you know that we are expecting a balanced data slate update along with points as announced by Games Workshop a couple of weeks ago. Now, they've previously said this would be out in September, and I believe they mentioned mid-September in the initial announcement. The LGT, of course, being at the very end of September 29th and 30th before it concludes on the 1st and 2nd of October. What does this mean for you if you are a 40k fan? Well, it means more balance. The force is returning to its balanced position as points and balance data slate impact the game. Will this be in play in the LGT? Well, I would say only the dark gods can tell you, but unfortunately also some people can make rudimentary guesstimations. Now, typically Games Workshop release these balance data slates and points updates on Wednesday or Thursday of the week. And those of you that attend many of our events know that our rules cutoff is typically the Sunday of list submission. So what we've done in the past is typically have an elongated registration process, which gives us about two weeks to do content around lists. However, to make sure that those balanced data slate and new points get included in this year's LGT, we are going to reduce our registration to its typical schedule. That means that registration will open 10 days prior to the event. That's a Wednesday and will conclude on the Sunday at midnight UK time. What this means is if the balance data slate or points come out anytime mid-September, early September, even getting into the third week of September on their typical Wednesday or Thursday release dates, then they will be in use at the LGT. Now, obviously, we can't tell anyone what date that may be. Obviously, we don't know and wouldn't be allowed to tell you even if we did. However, with the LGT being basically in October, we are assuming that the game will be in a new balanced and better state by the time the LGT comes. So if you've been holding off purchasing those two Wraith Knights, deciding whether or not you'll be able to bring them to the LGT, well, of course, you will be able to if they are less than a 1,000 points each, which who knows if they will be after that points balance has happened. All right, enough with the admin. Let's get on to the lineup. Today, we are welcoming back Big G. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks, Zach. All right, excellent to have you back. Apologies to anyone. There's a bit of a delay on the line, 
but we will try to minimize that as we get going through this list. So I've mentioned already that we are announcing the AMS today. Now, for anyone that's missed the previous content, this event has one bracket of pros, one bracket of AMS who will be seeded. They will battle each other until there's one remaining champion of each bracket who will then face the opposing champion in the finale. The seeding will be comprised of 30% our bets on. That's George's ranking of these players, giving them a bookies betting odds. 30% will be down to their UKTC ranking, and 30% will be down to you guys weighing in on where you think these gentlemen will be seeded. So we'll be doing a special episode on that in about a week's time. But until we do, we need to know who will be playing. So without further ado, this is the lineup for the Ams. We have Patrick Maison. Patrick Maison has been a member of Team Poland for a while now and has recently joined them in their championship win at the WTC. He participated in the Invitational last year but fell slightly short, just getting to the semi-finals. And this year he is back to try to claim the gold. We welcome back world champion Patrick. Next up we have our Bristol Super Major winner, Dan Whitaker. Dan has risen to prominence very rapidly. I believe he's only paid about five or six of our Super Majors and has already got a win under his belt. So massive congratulations to Dan for his Bristol Super Major win. And we will be seeing him as part of the AMS. Next up, we have our last event winner from London. This was the London Open in July. We have Joe Cool from Team Iceland. Joe Cool has become a regular on the UKTC scene ever since COVID. Him and the rest of the Team Iceland players have been coming over very, very frequently, bringing all sorts of sweet treats and licorice liquors for their opponents and TOs such as myself. We welcome Joe Cool over to the AM side of the Invitational. Next up, perhaps the strongest player on this list, we'll let George tell us in a moment. We have none other than previous Invitational champion Malik, who has also won the GT main event in the same year. I believe he went 10 games completely undefeated in that year. So congratulations, Malik, on that. Let's see if you can repeat that tour de force this year. And next up, we have the one and only Ed Watts, who made his way to the finals with his World Eaters at Southampton. He came to the Southampton Super Major looking for a bit of fun and ended up having that all the way through to get it finally knocked out by Mr. Manichima, World Eaters versus Dark Angels at the time. So a very mismatched game, but he did very well to make his way through to the top cut in that event. Next up, we have our latest Super Major champion. This is the first of our Super Majors he's ever won. Surprising to some, considering how long he's been at the top of the game, we have captain of Team England, none other than Mr. Josh Roberts. And rounding out, we have two London locals, none other than Nassim Fouchain and Clement Donnady. Now, these two gentlemen have been regulars for a while, but haven't necessarily been traveling around the world until more recently. Clement has finally been allowed, allowed out of London and recently performed well at the Leeds Super Major of course, this is his local event, so we wish him the best of luck. And Nass is in high demand across the planet, being flown all across the world as far as Chicago for a recent Adepticon event and American Team Championships. He's performed very well, coming second, I believe, in last year's LGT and second in the Leicester Super Major 2. So congratulations on all those players for making their way to the Invitational. They are forming the AM bracket this year. And now we go to George for his comments. Wow, what a lineup, uh, Zach. Uh, I think the amateurs is a lot stronger than the pros, in my opinion, that's for sure. Um, all these guys are 
great players and my money would certainly be on the uh, the amateurs for sure and also representing the amateurs is three dice down players teammates of mine so obviously i've got to back my own team uh, at some point but wow what a lineup indeed i couldn't agree more the the ams are on paper, the stronger performers here. Obviously, we have Manny and David Gaylard sort of leading the charge in our uh, pro side of things. But maybe this just goes to show that having a podcast doesn't necessarily make you a proficient player, just a professional one. Anyway, so let's get to the rankings. We're going to go through and do a bets on episode where we go through all of these players and give them some odds, as I mentioned. But until we do, Josh, uh, George, why don't you just give us, say, your yesterday we started off with fourth and fifth why don't today let's start with first and eighth now you don't have to tell us which way round these are but who do you think is the best player on this list and the least best player on this list okay oh first and last okay so i'm gonna go i won't in no particular order ed watts and josh Interesting, interesting. So what we see there is Josh's recent performance, perhaps elevating him to the top of this pack, whereas Malik obviously had a very, very strong run back in the day. But maybe that day is long gone. Only time can tell. What about second and seventh, George? Oh, second and seventh. Tough. Okay, for second, I'm going to go with, on no particular order, second and seventh, Patrick and Dan Whitaker. Interesting, interesting. So here we have a opposing force from Poland coming over with this Polish power, trying to take on another British tournament and take home the trophy. Obviously captured by a Frenchman last time. Maybe a Pole can take it this time. And your teammate, Mr. Dan Whitaker. I mentioned how good Dan's been on point recently. Best of luck to both of them. What about third and sixth? Third and sixth, I'm going to go with Nas and Jokul. Nas and Jokel, all right. These are two regulars on the scene. We've seen them both perform very well recently. And that leaves us with, in fifth and fourth, Clement and Malik, two of your teammates, as you Malik. said. So we yes. aren't asking you to put these in the full one to eight. We've got our rough mixture there. Obviously, it can be flipped on its head by virtue of how we've asked you to uh, do these pairings or placings, rather. But I am going to ask you to name some names. You said there's three dice down players there. Why don't you give us the quick one, two, three? Who do you think is going to come higher than the others? Who do you think is going to come lower than the rest? Give us your dice down picks for the for the AMs. Um, I think Dan. Dan is going to be my my dark horse for this. Um, so I think out for, for the three dice down guys, I think Dan will be the one that finishes the highest. Um, followed by Clem and then Malik. It just depends depends how much practice Malik gets in. I know Dan and Clem will be practicing a lot. Uh, Malik's obviously very busy with a lot of um real life stuff at the moment. So it just that's a big that's a bigger uh, a big reason why he's gonna be sort of mid table and not right at the top. Now that can all change and he can actually start playing regularly and practice regularly with me and with some of the team guys and then obviously I will know that by the time I do the actual pricing. So I'll know if he's prepared or not um, for this. All right. Um, well, so, we've yeah, that's the three from the dice down. The three dice down. You heard it here first. Former team captain, leader of dice downs, intrepid advance into 40K is now ranked bottom of the team. Unfortunate for you, Malik. Commiserations. But we hold 
our hopes and uh, fingers crossed for the dark horse, Dan Whitaker. So best of luck to all of you gentlemen. We will be coming back with one more announcement. We have got a separate Unconquerable Invitational going on as well. We've been sneaking little posts here and there about it coming up, but that will intersect in some mysterious way with the events we've been talking about so far. So stay tuned to find out more about that, as well as the dedicated bets on episodes for not only the Invitationals, but also the main event. We've got all of that coming up, coming to a podcast near you soon. George, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, Zach. And I'll probably see you all again soon. Thank you for tuning in to What's Happening in 40K. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We'd also really appreciate it if you'd help us spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform and recommending us to all your gaming buddies. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe for more great content from What's Happening in 40K. We'll be back next time with even more news, updates, and opinions from the world of Warhammer 40,000. Until next time, thanks for listening.